Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, welcome back to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. So excited and honored that you are here to join me for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, I want to ask you a question. It is almost Valentine's Day, and this is the month of love. February is a month when everyone's kind of thinking about love and flowers and chocolate and where to go out for dinner and all that stuff that comes with Valentine's Day. But I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt that maybe you weren't really sure what love really was, or maybe you've even been afraid to love because you've been hurt? Maybe your marriage is going through a hard season. Maybe your relationship, it's just really hard. Maybe you just broke up with someone. So you're like, forget Valentine's Day, right? Well, listen, this is the Fearless Love series. And I really want to bring you a perception of love that has nothing to do with the warm, fuzzy feelings, okay? Because life is not a Hallmark movie, let's be real. And I am excited because I have two of my favorite people on the podcast. They're real, they're honest, they're authentic as they come. Let me just say that. And I truly love them so much because they're the kind of people you can go to and say, hey, I'm going through stuff. And I just love them as a couple. So today I have the honor of having virtual cafecito with Michelle Watson and Shay Watson. And they are the host of the Pantry Podcast. Shay has been on this podcast already. Um, he was part of the Fearless Men series. So if you got to listen to that episode, girl, you know he is the real deal. He's amazing. And I just love his heart for God. It is so awesome to see men who are just living those God-centered lives. Michelle, she, Michelle's amazing, okay? She's a graphic designer. She is a, an East Coast millennial wife and mama. She's all about lifting other people up. She loves the word of God, and she just loves to serve others. She's also the founder of Busy Christian Creatives, where she helps people really use their gifts in the creative space and Use their gifts for God's kingdom. So I love it. Um, so you'll find all of their links in the show notes. You can go listen to the Pantry Podcast. You can go to IG at the Pantry Podcast. You can find out more about both of them. Um, you can also go to thepantrypodcast.com to get in touch with them. But today we are talking about love. We're talking about real, like the real deal of stuff that we go through in marriage and how to not lose our identity. And what does it really mean to fearlessly love one another? So I think this episode, it's going to inspire you and it's going to encourage you to look at love from a whole new perspective. So I pray that you enjoy it. I pray that it blesses you. And please make sure to share this episode with your amigas and your amigos. And as I always say, something truly powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless you. <laughs> Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. 
but I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood, and together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito, and let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're here. Thank you for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. I'm so excited. I have two of my very good friends on the podcast. I've known them for like since the pandemic started pretty much. Uh, We were like new to podcasting, I think at that time and really just kind of were inspired by each other and just I think when you start podcasting you're just like wow there's a whole other world you start meeting all kinds of cool people but um thank you guys Michelle and Shay Watson thank you so much for being on this series this is the fearless love series and so I'm so honored that you're here oh thank you and love thank you I know how fitting we love each other we do love each other (laughs) I hope so. You guys are married. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, well, From what I hear, it can be a little look, crazy out there. Listen, you can tell that you guys love each other. Like when I see, and you know, I'm from Chicago. I say you guys, someone down here in Texas got mad at me, but whatever. I don't care. Um, when you, I don't know, like, I see this fondness amongst both of you. Like you're so fond of each other. It's so, it's so beautiful. I kind of I subscribe to his channel, <laughs> and I subscribe fan. because she subscribed. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like for like, yeah, you yeah, know, like for like, you know, <laughs> follow for follow. <laughs> Funny. Um, well, welcome again. I know Shay. We recorded an episode for another series, um, and Michelle. You were on my first podcast, so yeah. um, and I was on yours, and so. I love that, you know, we we can use our voices, right, to just kind of encourage others. So you guys have a podcast before we because I do want you to talk about like what inspired you to do that. And as a married couple, like I, I do my podcast on my own and I'm like, I don't want anyone messing with my stuff because like God drops like inspiration. And I'm like, I'm going to change that. I'm not doing that anymore. And so. Right. I'm like another person like running this with me. I'd be like, no, no, sorry. Just don't be on this episode. <laughs> we'll see. There's like this life hack in there because we're one flesh and everything. And that's like kind of a Christian joke. But also, you know, you like, I don't know. I find it fun to work with him. And I know that that can't be every that, that that's not everybody's ministry to work with their spouse like that. But it's it's ours. It's work. And uh, and we have different skill sets. And I think it's one of those things where we're like, wait, we always joke like he's hardware. I'm software. So everything, all these wires and all this equipment leading up to the computer, that's all Shay. Once it gets in the computer, everything that happens, that's me. Wow. That's so, awesome. So, you know, like the editing and the graphic design and the video setup and, you know, like getting all that, like that's all me. But there, figuring there, out what wires go together. And there is a lot of responsibility when you insert it. <laughs> You're such a joke. You're such a joke. I love I mean, you. This be, this but a it's episode, a marriage y'all. love episode. <laughs> You're gonna hey, we're good. Wait, wait. I got one question, though. I got yes. one question. Go because for it. Because we had a, a Latina girlfriend over for Christmas, and she brought her mom because they're, they're down. Her mom just moved from New York. And I was like, hey, does anybody want cafe? Because we're talking about coffee. This coffee shop, right? Right? This, yeah, right? yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. And she's like, yeah, I'll take some. And I said, okay, how do you take it? She said, negro. I'm like, okay, so you want it black? And she goes, no. I'm like, what do you mean? No. She goes, no, I want milk in it. And no, I'm she like, said sugar. Oh, sugar. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm looking at it and I said, so what's that? Is that negro negro? If, if black is negro negro, I got double negro there for it to be black coffee. <laughs> Anyways, just a joke. But that really went on. I'm like, wait, you're calling it negro, but it has sugar. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's because <laughs> no, see, that's okay, hold on. I'll be thinking back now. No, because when I was guys, I think I'm a coffee addict. Well, I'm fasting from coffee for the next 14 days. That's another story. But it's been hard. But I'm I I know the reason I'm a coffee addict is because of my mother. We will go eat, and I've shared this before. We would go eat, and my mom would put coffee in the little creamer containers. And I was like five. Right. So and and it's it's not a secret. So many Hispanic families give their kids coffee. I don't know why, but but that you do. (laughs) 
I give a little bit of coffee, but I don't not add so any much, sugar. Not so much anymore, though. No, when we're at Abby's for yeah, breakfast, okay, okay. Okay. I give her like a teaspoon of coffee. Uh, okay. See, she put milk. me right now. Right? And I didn't even know that was well, a thing. My got, heritage just heritage evoked it <laughs> out of me. It's not your fault. It's your I, ancestors' fault. I know. Them Incans, man. <laughs> look, look, you're like you're like they gave us a little creamer with the, the little creamer packets with coffee and i'm like i give my daughter the creamer packet she loves those <laughs> i know she just loves the base creamer packet anyway i'm oh, sorry little, I, she knew the whole coffee. starbucks menu for a while until <laughs> oh i heard God. that problem until we stopped starbucks yeah but yeah that's a whole nother episode that's too. a whole thing yes, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to do a cafecito episode just talk about coffee yes. yes what's up with that like I guess maybe because it has no crema, like it would be like right, cafe right. negro or something. So, but anyways, I thought it was funny. I don't but know. I'll, I'll tell you what, it did, it, it, we all laughed and we all had a good time. I know it. it was great. It was, it was a bonding fun. experience. It was, it was, it was her mom. But. All right. Well, it was appropriate that we talk about cafecito, and yeah. it, it was appropriate. Um, before we dive in, though, please yeah. tell listeners more about who are the Watsons. So. The Watsons are Shay and Michelle Watson. We are the Pantry Podcast co-hosts. Uh, we live right outside of D.C., which is its own barrel of giggles. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> to put it nicely, we also have an amazing, just amazing three-and-a-half-year-old little girl named Kalia. And she has wanted to start her own YouTube channel with us. So we have a family vlog called What's Up with the Watsons. You can find it by finding the pantry. Like, we link to it. Um, but we just, we just love Jesus over junk food and that's like a conscious decision we make all the time. So it's a cute tagline, but it's also like the whole point of our show and the idea behind the show, Shay came up with the name. And as a marketer, I was like, that's terrible SEO, but that proves it's God. Cause God loves to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Prove that SEO don't matter when you work with God. So I was like, we're going to do it. <laughs> and, um, so the whole show is about like, you know, in, in the world you store, what you store up in your pantry impacts your diet in huge ways when like no matter what times you're going through um you might pull out one thing on special occasions and something else every day but still you're making conscious decisions and there's some stuff that gotta be thrown out some stuff you really should have in there and so the the idea is it's like an analogy for your spiritual life and what's in your spiritual eternal pantry and so that's what we do on our show is just the two of us and sometimes some guests covering pretty much any topic that we're like, yes, that need, that needs to be discussed. And so that's that's what we do together. And the Bible never said anything about sugar. Honey's the closest thing. <laughs> and the rest of it is just salt, y'all. I'm just letting you know. That's true, but salt is good. Salt is good. Salt yeah. is good. Well, let me say this about your podcast because when I when I first saw like your podcast, you know, name. I thought it was clever not to like get brownie points with Shay or anything, but I thought it was clever because I think of like, you know, when people go to a pantry, just in general, usually it's because there's sometimes an emergency or there there's a need. They have this need that like, man, I need food, right? I need to feed my kids or whatever it is. Um, things aren't going good in my life financially, whatever the case may be. And so the pantry, and you're talking about spiritual food, it's like, and, and we kind of talked about this on the other episode we did, like we search, right? We search for things to fill us. And so when you have the right kinds of food to feed your soul, you're not going to search or like Jesus said, like you'll never thirst again, right? Mm-hmm. So I do love your your podcast name because I think it's... you to promote it with that. That's like the best explanation ever. I, I think of that. It's it's God's revelation. No, I'm kidding. No, but I think of that. Like it's, it's all the glory. Yeah, that's what I think about. Like, um, right. if like I've served in like like food pantry at like a church, and you get so like inside of your soul, you get so. I don't want to say satisfied, but just you feel so good. Like, wow, look at this person, especially like when the pandemic was going on. Right. Look at this person. They're going to go home and eat now. They're going to feel seen and loved and like they're not forgotten. So that's what I think about your podcast. I I like that because, you know, I am chef style level cook. Yes. (laughs) And so combination of well that makes sense now yeah right we'll have a food truck called the pantry food truck (laughs) oh you know one day 
And, 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 and I'm sitting there, and so I'm in the kitchen all the time. Uh, not that she can't cook, but it's just that I love to cook. Right. And there are spices that go together and spices that don't go together. There's things that go together, there's things that don't go together. And when you put it together in the right, with the right ingredients and the right mixtures and the right ratios, then you, you come out with this beautiful dish. And that's yeah. how God works in us. And that's how God, you know, so from that pantry, because I take everything down to the minimum, I don't do a lot of process. So if I need a spice, I have that spice. And my, and my spice rack is, is extensive. So I <laughs> yes. can go from any kind of food that's out there. So I can touch base. I can do, you know, tacos de lengua or, you know, I can do. He did Indian go, and Mediterranean food yeah, tonight. So wow. Today, and I, and I, I even kept it. Look, for all, all my vegetarian people out there, I kept it vegetarian. <laughs> and that's not my norm. But I'm just saying we did chickpeas and a, and a Middle Eastern rice, um, raisins and the yellow rice. And so. But it's like, I can just go to my pantry and pull these things out. So what's in our pantry? What's in our spiritual mm-hmm. storehouse? What's in our closet? What's in there that I, that, that I can go in as a resource and put it together and say, okay, now I'm filled up. Now I'm lifted up. So, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Look, as you were talking, I just really, it's, it's crazy. Like I really get so much inspiration from when people are sharing. I love what you shared just now because since we're talking about fearless love, we're going to talk about marriage, right? Um, how many times, because we have the wrong kind of food in our soul, junk food, like Michelle said, how do, how much does that affect our marriage, right? And, and maybe we can get into that in a little bit. Um, but I do want to ask you, how do you all fearlessly love each other? How do you fearlessly love your spouse? What does that mean, right? Like, so th- this is airing in February. It's, uh, you know, Valentine's Day month, right? Which I personally think it's just a scam for like these big corporations to make money. Like, why can't you just love your boo like every day? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I thought of you. Emoji kiss. Like, why is it got to be Valentine's Day? I'm just saying. But anyway, um, so how do you, what would you say about that? What does it look like to fearlessly love your spouse? So I'm going to dive into this menu here because for me to fearlessly love my spouse, it means that I'm going to take the responsibility seriously. Uh, when we look at it from a God perspective, we look at it from an order, an order perspective. Um, when we look at this order biblically, we look at God, we look at man. So man falls under God, God, and then under man falls wife, and then under wife falls child. And when we look at this, if we looked at it like an umbrella, you have God's umbrella, then you have another umbrella that, that oversees the wife and the child, and then you have the mom that oversees the child. So there's just a big covering that goes all the way down to the child. And so you have to take this re- responsibility seriously. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11.3 says, but I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, the head of the wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. But let me tell you something. This is not a... Uh, some people will say we're, we have this hierarchy, and then there's some people that would agree with that because of the order I just I just did. But let me tell you something in that order. In that order, there's a lot of love. There is a lot of love. And when I say this, it's, it's this love that God gives. It's mm-hmm. not the love that I produce. It's not that sappy Valentine's Day love of this all flitterly and gut and all this gushing. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that all feels nice. Look, all the romantic and the dates and all this stuff are beautiful. And, you know, you always hear it from marriage counseling sessions. Oh, you guys got to have more dates together. And I'm like, you need more word of the God together. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to get into that a little later. But I want people to understand that when I'm saying this, I'm looking at my wife from a grace and mercy perspective. That means that this love is from grace and mercy. That means there's no spots and there's no wrinkles. There's no, there's no, you know, blame. And let me tell you something. It's not easy. I'm I'm human. I got flesh and I ain't perfect, but that is what God is telling me to do. Um, This means I believe the best about my spouse. It means that I fight through the messiness of a particular moment or behavior. It also means that you remember your spouse is a son or a daughter, is a daughter, right? Of God. And so here I am. I'm like, I'll tell you what, sometimes when I get heated, the word of God done slap me upside the face. And it's like, (laughs) it's like, what are you doing, son? Back off, like back off. So there's this responsibility. And why is this responsibility? Because we want to raise our children up in the Lord, right? We want our relationships to have this equal yoking to God. So how do I love my wife? I equally fearlessly, right? fearlessly yoked to God, to Christ, believing that he is the one who's going to guide me through all of this. Wow. I love that because I think it's easy to, um, and I'll let you answer it right now, Michelle, but I just want to say like how many times 
I'll just say it. Do Christians wear a mask? Mm -hmm. Everything's perfect. You weren't just arguing in the car and talking smack to each other. And now you're in church, like with your hands lifted, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let's be real. How many times do Christians act like they got it all together? Or on the flip side, something that I've mentioned is like when I, when I wasn't walking with God and I was having turmoil, which that happens, um, Christians would be like, well, you got to pray. Well, you got to go to church. Well, that's going to church. Just going to church is not going to fix things. So I think that a lot of times, um, at least in my experience, Christians have misrepresented God in the sense that they have this kind of like, I'm perfect. I'm, you know, because I'm a Christian, right? Which I think that hurts those who really are authentically wanting to learn about God. And so to hear, hey, I get in the flesh. I'm maybe talking in a way I shouldn't talk. You know, it's refreshing for people to know like, hey, we love Jesus, but we're not perfect. Mm. We go through stuff. We, you know, have seasons where we're just we're just not feeling right with our, our emotions. And that affects us in our marriage. So I love that you shared that because I think that people need to know, like, we're not perfect. We have feelings. We mess up. We have trauma from childhood. Like, come on. And it affects us. And so um, I I really, really love that, though, like that God-centered perspective, because it makes us a little less selfish, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Michelle, how do you fearlessly love Shay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to be dropping several verses out of Philippians, and most people probably don't even think of the book of Philippians, when they think about this, they might think of Ephesians where it says, you know, like women submit and husbands honor and they, or love song of Solomon. And they might think, <laughs> yeah, they, hey. might think song they might think first Corinthians 13, where it talks about what love is. Right. And I got a verse from there, but I would recommend a super short book, Philippians. It's three, uh, four chapters. And this is where I got all of this from for today. I, I just read it. And, um, I think that for this, the way what I've been kind of marinating in for the last couple of weeks, because, you know, we're in a new year, we have a new word for the year. Every year we pick a word this year, it's contentment. Mm-hmm. And um, and that, you know, when you actually unpack what that means, it goes in a lot of different directions. But I think for this one, to keep it kind of short and sweet, in a, in a world where self-love and bay culture, like him before anyone else or her before anyone else, like in that kind of world where those two things kind of are at war with one another and God isn't really mentioned, we need to not be afraid to – we have to not fear losing ourselves when we put our spouse ahead of us. And we also have to not fear losing our spouse when we put God ahead of them and everyone wow. else. So God needs to be our real bay. We even had a season on our show about that, him before anyone else, right? Um, and then our spouse needs to be in front of us. And in Philippians 2, it says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for our own interests, but take an interest in others also. And I don't want to fear losing my identity or who I am or or losing out on my dreams. Like I don't even want to make that a thing I entertain. And I'm not saying I haven't felt that way, but it's like, what am I going to allow myself to think? What am I going to allow myself to do? And what am I going to allow myself to believe? Right. And I think that that's something that's good to camp in. It's not the only thing, but I think that's a huge piece of the puzzle to add to what Shay said. Wow. That is so good because what I hear is like serving Mm -hmm. and so many times, and I'll admit it, like I've been with my husband for 14 years. You know, I think that you get excited when you're, when you're like, oh, we're going to live the ministry life. Right. Right. But sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. So a lot of times we think, especially just the way that I grew up in dysfunction and things like that we can tend to think this person is going to complete me. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, that person should really help you draw closer to God. Like you said, God does have to be first because I'll admit I, I can be a selfish person if I just see things from my perspective. But that's why I have to come back to like, wait, who does God say that I am? I'm his daughter 
right? He created me for more. Therefore, like I'm here, I'm here to serve. And I don't mean in a way where like I'm a slave, right? Or um, you know, like something we talk about on this podcast is um machista. So what you may have heard that word, it's just really like this authoritarian, almost dictator, like I'm the man type of mindset, which is so damaging. And that's really how I was raised. I was raised in that way. And so even that it's like, well, that is, that is so extreme. So when I say serving, it's not even like that. It's like, Hey, how can I help you? How can I help your life? Um, just be a little bit smoother, right? Because right. we have so many curveballs that life throws our way. So I love what you're sharing because it's really like, we don't have to lose ourselves, right? right? When we are really living this, this kind of marriage life where like, hey, how can I help you get closer to your goals? How can I love you better? And I think it's just really this, almost like this harmony, like um, living where hey, I don't have to lose myself. And I think that's something that happens so much for for women, especially because we juggle so much. Right. And on top of it, like trying to have a relationship when you're an adult, it's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no, it's, hey, life is hard. Um, but all that to say, what would you say makes a strong marriage? So I'm gonna, I'm going to do the short one, this one. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give an I'm going to give a testimony to our own life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're sitting here. We do podcasts together. We do ministry together. We do youth group ministry together. We do all these ministries together, and we failed. And we failed. We failed here between her and I. Um, this took a head during these last holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you know, you get my mom in the house. I got Michelle in the house. <laughs> and it's like, sorry, man, y'all in estrogen. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm just being real, not uh, being offensive. <laughs> j- my mom, his mom, me, our daughter, and Shay. And I'm trying, <laughs> oh. yeah, and I'm trying to balance that mentality because sometimes, you know, and let's be real, I, I've, at least in our, our, our experience, I have people around me that are like, they're timid. Mm-hmm. Um, afraid to to move for fear of maybe doing it wrong. And so all of a sudden I had this compounding in me and it's just, I blew up. I, I blew up. Um, and as we're sitting here, you know, I got Michelle sitting on the floor over there crying and I'm like, like, and I, and, and I sat down and, and I'm just being very prayerful again. You know, if you listen back to the episode with me, pray, pray, pause, proceed. Right. So I'm in their prayer. I just went straight to prayer. I'm like, okay, this is, we're at a point here. And I sat down and very clearly I know the Lord was saying to me, you do all these ministries, but you're not investing in the word of God together as a couple, as a married couple doing marriage, you know, like devotionals or, or whatever. And I, I looked at her and I, and I hugged her, I grabbed her up. Which doesn't always happen. It's like I don't know. So you know, you know, when people fight, it's amazing how we, we just <laughs> like, like we become the reverse of the magnet. You know, when we're yeah. all like lovey dovey, it's like a magnet. It's like smack, and it's just real quick. And then then it's like you fight, and it one flips around. It's like <laughs> no matter what you do. But True. God just told me to go over there, and, and so I sat down. I said, "We're going to start doing devotionals. Not we're going to go on more dates. Not we're going to do whatever. We're going to do. We got to sit down and start getting in the Word of God together." Um, we started a couple of weeks ago. And let me tell you something. It is amazing. How do I love her by 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 making sure I'm I'm available for communication, making sure that I'm attentive, making sure that I have awareness to what's going around going on in our household. Because as a spiritual head of the household, this is part of my responsibility. I got to make sure that that helpmate, like you were talking about, that person who's sitting there in a servant position, in a selfless position, that that she's being taken care of because she's taking care of me. She's taking care of all the things that I can't cover. Um, and if you look at, at Proverbs 31, it's amazing what that, what that Proverbs 31 woman is because she's, mm-hmm. she's the mom. She's the care. She takes care of the house. She watch, she takes the husband's money and multiplies it. So this is my helpmate. So how, how is the best way for me to help her? So we started this and it's been amazing because it's kind of cool when you do a devotional because someone else is telling you you're jacked up. Instead of your spouse, right? <laughs> and so you kind of sit there while someone like else that. is telling, right? Someone else is telling you're <laughs> jacked up, and you're like, okay, well, she's not saying it, but this is true. I need to give an answer, right? 
and I need to listen to an answer. And then you know what? Over the last, I, I honestly like four weeks. And then what's? I'm gonna throw this in for funny, and then yeah. you can move into your series. You know, I, I said Song of Solomon earlier, and we're sitting there, and we're like. You know, everything's been going good. You know, when things are going good, you're like, oh, Frisky, what's up, girl? You know, <laughs> and so we lay down, we're about like, and then she's like, we didn't do our devotion. And I'm like, oh, pause. Like, you know, look, we even paused, like, and we about to, you know, yes. anyways, carry on. But, but, but you know what's funny is we opened the devotional up and it's Song of Solomon. Wow. And talking about intimacy. <laughs> That was confirmation. And, like, and I was like, confirmation. Anyways, we'll stop there. I'll let Michelle go. But that's how I fearlessly love. <laughs> no, I love that. That's, like, that's how I, I, I want to make our, our fearlessly make our, our marriage stronger is like, by watch, listening to what God is saying. Because honestly, he's going to guide me better than I'm going to guide myself. And if I'm going to love her, I need to listen to him. Wow. Thank you. That's, that's so good. Yeah, no. Shay always like, He's he's he just leans on the Lord so much, even in his most boneheaded moments. I know that he's he's more boneheaded about following Jesus and not letting that deviate than anything we might be arguing about. So I can always kind of fall back in relief at that, which I think is a blessing that if you don't have in your own relationship, it's one to start praying for. Because knowing that he will fall into the arms of the Lord means the Lord can tell him what to do next. And then I'll get to experience the benefit of that and, you know, with him. Um, and yeah, so so going back into Philippians, I think that I was looking at it for this question, too, because there's so much in there about serving and about loving and about what the real purpose is and and how to actually see people. And in three three, it, it tells us that. We rely on what Christ has done for us. We don't put our confidence in human effort. And of course, he's talking about salvation, but this carries across because I think one of the things that we end up doing is we pile on. We were talking about this last night. Why is it so much easier to forgive our three and a half year old? Is it really just because she's small and cute? Like, is that really (laughs) why? Because like, I love you as much as I love her. I loved you first. And yet we tend to be so much harsher with one another, but we can forgive her even if she did something so boneheaded, so rebellious, and she knows it, by, but we can still do that. And he's like, I think it's because we add expectations to people the, lo- the older they are and the longer they're around. Wow. And I think that that's one of our issues in marriage is that we are putting few expectations on the Lord and sometimes they're inaccurate ones, Right. We need to have accurate expectations and put those on Christ, right? He's okay with us doing that to him because his promises don't return void. So if you know what he promises you, you can hold him accountable to that because he's always going to come through. But then we need to remove a lot of these expectations that we have on our spouse because, you know, I think sometimes we look at that and we're like, well, you know, it says for you to love me. It says for you to honor me. It's like, okay, well, there's more than those two verses in the Bible. There's a lot more about how we're supposed yeah. to see them without blemish, without wrinkle, how we're supposed to, you know, no longer see someone's sin as who they are, but that's the sin nature. And they're now a new creation, you know, and kind of separate the blame out a little bit when they've come to Christ. And so when we look at this and it says, you know, in another verse, I think in verse nine, it says, for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. So again, it's not all of these works. And so if I learn who God says I am, then I will start seeing myself accurately, which is not a bad place to be. And if I also learn who he says my spouse is, because there's a lot in common between those two columns of answers, Mm -hmm. right? Like he sees us the same. And he says that we in him have been given access where we're, we have a lot of the same character traits and possibilities and the same power is fueling us. If I focus on that and I follow like it says at the end of Philippians and four, where it says, you know, whatever is pure, whatever is honorable, whatever is lovely, you know, focus on those things. Even if that list, it doesn't say only focus on those things if they're more abundant than the negative. It says, even if. There's 50 things in the why my spouse sucks column. And there's only three things I can think of right now of why he's great. I'm supposed to think on those three and not use the 50 as a justification just to be bitter at him, be mad. And I'm not saying this is easy, right? I'm a huge person. I say simple isn't easy. I might make it sound simple. That doesn't make it easy to do. 
but there's a lot harder stuff I've done in my life that I just ran towards because I thought it was worth it. Wow. You know, like Olympians train and obsess and like ignore most of the rest of their life to, to, to maybe get a medal at all because they think it's worth it. How much more worth it? Is it the person I've already said, I'm not going to divorce no matter what it's worth it to make this work and be full of joy, right? (laughs) And be an inspiration to other people and bring glory to God and all these things that are worth it. And I, and I think that that's what makes a strong marriage in short, you know, having faith in God can make a strong marriage. And I say can, because if you don't let that faith change you and change how you live, you're going to still struggle and wonder why you're struggling. But if you let that faith in the Lord manifest in your life and become actions, like you live out this faith, then day by day through mistake after mistake, dumb mistake after dumb mistake, you're going to realize, wow, I'm so much farther along and I didn't have to sit down and make like a five-year plan. You know, I just started reading the Bible with my husband for 10 minutes a day. And, you know, in three weeks we felt a change. So that's kind of like what we've, that's what has always worked. Every time we go to the God and, and the word, we strengthen more than anything else we do. And I, and I, I'm sorry. I'm just going to no, go ahead. one more verse on top yeah. of that because I think it's really important that we live this way, especially when we're living in a marriage. Romans 12, 16 says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Now, this doesn't mean them low lives on the street, like whatever. <laughs> this, 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 this word is, the Greek word for this is tapinos which actually means the humble, right? So, so look, but associate with the humble, never be wise in your own sight. That's marriage. <laughs> oh, that what, like what you're saying, it's so powerful. What both of you just shared. And I think it's, it's such godly wisdom, right? How many times, and I love what you shared, Michelle, about the expectations i had recently ran into like a like a tiktok real quick reel and this guy was saying i th- i don't know if he was a pastor or professor but he basically said and and i'll share like the shortest way that i can um that your spouse may never be who you actually want him to be or her to be because if your spouse was everything you wanted then you would not really know about unconditional love. And I was so blown away by that. And then he moved on into like, you know, talking about unmet expectations. Mm -hmm. And you're so right. Like, and and I said that earlier, like you go into a marriage having these expectations, but what happens when, hey, maybe, maybe my spouse struggles with, I don't know, just throw anything in there, right? Do you love them through that? Right? Do you walk with them through that? And I think that you're you're so right what you shared and I love that you shared that. It's it's really our faith. Our faith really moves us, right? It's the the faith that we have that allows us to no longer see things carnally. Because we can, hey, when my husband's acting crazy and reacting, you know, in, in a certain way, it's like I cannot like you in that moment right. where I'm just like, I'm done. Right. <laughs> like I'm, I'm still hood, even though I love Jesus where I'm just like, dude, like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like in that moment, it's like you said, I'm going to choose to see the three great things. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a list of 50 things that I don't like about you, because if we're being real, I don't always like my husband especially when we're fighting. I'm like, I can't believe you just said that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think, yeah, that faith really moves us. And even, and it's not that we lower our expectation. I think the expectation is always, for me anyway, to just like, how do I honor you, God? Mm-hmm. How do I honor you even through this this thing that maybe my spouse said or did that hurt me? How do I honor you? And I feel like that in itself can be like a whole 30 minute conversation. Right. But I love this. I love this so much because really what I'm hearing is like that fearless love really comes from from loving God 
and knowing that and knowing that you're loved by him and knowing that your identity is in him. So any any last words, guys, because I could just you you will inspire me. I could just like keep going. <laughs> oh, I if 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 you're a, a husband or wife that, that's listening. Um, well, number one, you want to be the husband that honors honors um, your helpmate. Um, I like using that word. I don't, you know, it doesn't, because to me, <laughs> it's not a condescending word, mm-hmm. but it's a very beneficial word to my life because there's so many things that she covers down for me because, you know, I have a lot going, you know, you know, you were saying earlier, moms have a lot going on and stuff, you know, dads do too, especially ministry dads. <laughs> um, I'm running nonstop and I'm also making sure that I have time for my family. Um. So we need to have ears to hear what the spirit's saying. Um, I need to be able to hear her because if I'm, if like you said, you know, I could, you could, you could take the 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 boy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the boy. That's what they always say. Well, that's nonsense. God can take the boy out of the hood and put the kingdom inside of him. Mm. And and so I have to live in that kingdom. I have to I have to live in that. It's not by my might nor by my power, but it's by the spirit. Says the Lord. I've got to be in prayer. We've got to be in prayer. Look, look, husband wise, I'm speaking to both of you right now. We, you know what? We, we, we do this identity thing. Mine, this, mine, that, mine, this. How about our, mm-hmm. our, our house is our ministry. Our house is a house of prayer. Our house is a house of the word of God. Our house is a house that no matter what happens, you can shake us, you can press us, but you can't crush us because we know that when this happens, we're not going to get angry and get, well, we're going to get angry, but I'm saying, you know, we're not going to stay angry. We're not going to sleep on our anger, but we're going to turn to God because my faith isn't in Michelle. My faith is in God. And if you have faith in your spouse, and you don't have faith in God, every time it falls apart, you'll fall apart. Wow. But when you have faith in God and not your spouse, well, now when it falls apart, well, you just landed on the best foundation you could land on because you just turned to God. Mm-hmm. And he's going to give you everything that you need. Yeah. You know, Philippians um, 2, 13 through 14 is what I had written. And it reinforces what you just said because that's where... The, that I know, right? Like always so <laughs> wow. faithful because... It says God is working in us, giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Mm. So, yeah, this might sound really hard depending on where you're at and how many fights in you're in, you know, but like since the last reconciliation you've had or or you're like, how do I even begin? But we begin by recognizing it's not our power, that it's his power and that he's not just giving us power to just run buck wild, but he's giving us the power Mm. to do what he says. And I love what it follows up with because it's saying you got power to do what he wants. And then it follows up of all the things it could have said. It could say, so beat addiction or so love everyone. No, right after that, it says, do everything without complaining and arguing. Oh, mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> how many things would just oh. not cause a problem if we didn't complain or argue? Is that really in the Bible? Right, Dang. right. That's good. That's and a mic like, drop. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, oof. Like my favorite verse is John 4, I mean, John 6, 43, where Jesus says, stop complaining about what I said. That's literally my favorite verse in the whole Bible. <laughs> NLT, of course, because that's the cutthroat version. But <laughs> like, that's the whole point is if I can just wrap myself around mm. the fact that he's giving me the power to do this, if I might be like, oh, how could I ever? I can't do that. Well, yeah, I can't on my power, on my battery, I can't. But when I plug into his power source, right? Because he's the source, then I, then I can, I can. Suddenly I can. It mm. is possible. You don't, you can sit and live in hope that it is possible. He would not tell you to do something that was impossible. You know, in that same book, it says, you know, you're working toward perfection because you know one day it comes. But you don't just sit and say, yeah, well, one day it comes. Like Paul kept working toward it, knowing he was going to keep missing the mark for now, but that it would still pay out anyway in the Mm. meantime. And I think that's what marriage is, is us like having this blessing of someone who can help 
hone, refine, you know, neutral, neutral, uh, nutritionize. That's not a word. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I, I finally rubbed oh. off on this girl. She's trying to make you up know, the words. But, I love it. You know, like I understood here, no, no, you know, it's, it's so like, that's what we need to see this as, is an opportunity. And like Shay's, the final thought is, you know, Shay kept saying, how about our, and I think that that's, we're one flesh. I joked about it beginning, but like, there's a key to that. If you see yourself as a unit and Satan tries to come at you, like when your kid comes and says, well, daddy said, well, a healthy space would be uh, uh, me and daddy on the same team. Yeah. Don't even think about pitting me and daddy against each other. Well, if Satan comes and is like, excuse me, Satan, are you talking about my man? I'm the only one, the only one that gets to say that about him. Not yet. Yes. Wow. You know, and I think that that's how, like, it that helps yeah. us so much when we see, like, okay, we're fighting, but that's like an in-house problem. We need to fix this quick because this is not something right. is desperately broken here. I mean, we are yeah, on when, the same when, team. When, when the sink starts to leak, you fix the sink, right? Uh, and and one last thing, you have you have to stop looking outwardly and start looking inwardly. Yeah. Wow. Both Your yeah. outward problems are better taken to the Lord in prayer. Mm -hmm. We have found that in our marriage, when we recognize something in the other person, generally we don't say it. Mm -hmm. Generally we're really, we we do that very well. And we go to prayer with it. And what's amazing is over the last, you know, what, eight years now? That we've been together. Seven or eight. eight, We've been married for almost five. Okay. So we've been together, like, like (laughs) dating and all that stuff. But I mean, what we found is that, when we do it this way, things change. Mm-hmm. Like God does the does the work and puts the conviction on the other person. Now that doesn't mean you just start praying these prayers like <laughs> smite them. No, okay, look, y'all. No let's be real. Because I mean, but we gotta understand prayers. we all have shortcomings. You know, we, yeah. we find that very written clearly in the Bible where it says, Men love your wives and and wives honor your husbands. Now, if any honest relationship and any honest man and any honest woman will sit at that verse and say, I understand why he said that. Mm-hmm. Because a man doesn't have that nurturing, beautiful love that mm-hmm. God is good at. And a mom can easily tap into that fast. And a, and, a, and a woman doesn't have the honor that men understand. And so God gives us our shortcomings. So listen to God. Listen to your shortcomings. Look inward, not outward. And just be prayerful about changing your marriage. Yes. Wow. Oh my goodness. We're going to have to do a part two because <laughs> like it's, it's so good. And, and, and I do want to say, you know, I believe that marriage is a reflection of what Jesus did for us, that we mess up, we sin, right? We fall short so much and he loves us and he chooses us and he'll choose us even when we do something so stupid and so wrong and so sinful and foolish and he still chooses us and i and that's really what god has been teaching me like whatever your your husband is doing choose him mm-hmm. obviously not physical abuse i think if anyone's going through that please do what you need to do to be safe because that's like a whole other topic but any anything else, right? Because I do believe, and this is a whole other topic, and I'll just kind of share this if anyone is going through this. You know, as someone who has, you know, had an affair, I've committed adultery. Um, do I regret it? Absolutely. Because when you fall so far, when you do something like that, you the enemy, right? We're talking about spiritual warfare and just living for God. There is opposition. Right. The enemy will never want you to be who God called you to be, who he created you to be. It says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. So when you mess up so bad like that, the enemy is going to torment you and make you feel like garbage, like trash. And you have two choices. Either you stay in your sin or you come back to God, you crawl your way back to him. So I believe that even in that, God can reconcile that. Because, you know, the Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. And and so my thing is, even, even when your spouse, it could be anything, right? Maybe they lie. Maybe whatever it is, maybe they have a bad attitude, right? I think that it's it's still a choice to see the best. Because this is something that I tell Natalie, that I tell my daughter. 
you can't just make a list of all the wrong things that people do. And then that's all we focus on, right? You also have to look at, hey, but they're really kind. They're really generous. So I I just feel like we're going to have to do a part two because (laughs) I think that this culture does not honor marriage. It's not cool. It's not sexy. Mm -hmm. But how beautiful is it that two people can come together that are broken and really just make each other better because they're they they have one goal in mind and that is to live for God. Amen. So, uh, guys, you guys have to come back because man, you, you all inspire me all the time. <laughs> it's so hard because there's two of us. We both always have something to say, so it like doubles the time. But it's but, always but, good. But this whole time, let's just be fair. <laughs> you're saying things that I want to dig into. Yes. So I just want so to you're, know because you're like, coming on like, our like show. you are coming on the show. Look, everyone FYI. that's on hers, she will be on our show because yes. we, we, we definitely going to unpack just like we're, we're bringing the coffee to our house this time. Yes. All right. I'll bring the coffee. Well, yes. can you tell if you have anything going on and like anything for your business, Michelle, yeah. tell people all the good stuff, all the juicy stuff, where to listen to your podcast, all of it. Okay, so you can listen at thepantrypodcast.com. That's where you're going to be able to get links to our, you know, our little kids show with Kalia, our podcast, you know, YouTube, anywhere you listen, like that's the hub. We also work together, busychristiancreatives.com. You can book a call with us um, if you are a busy Christian creative trying to make sense of the busyness and trying to figure out how you can pare it down and really focus on the ministry portion and not all the mayhem around it. And then if you want to, I'm a graphic designer. That was like my first job, you know? Um, and so I do have, for the time being, 3125.com. Spell out 31 and then the number 25.com. And you can support us by buying some cool shirts, like faith-based shirts. We're going to test out expanding the clothing line, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so those are the three places that you can get in touch with us. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Um it was such an honor having virtual cafecito with you guys. Yes. Um, if you're listening and this episode encouraged you and you're just like, man, I needed this. Uh, go follow Michelle and Shay. Go listen to their podcast. First of all, it's amazing. Again, it's it's going to give you those spiritual nutrients. And tag the Fearless Mohead podcast in your stories on IG. Share the link with your amiga and your amigos because, you know, we got Shay here now. Uh, (laughs) But God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye. Bye. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.